Hello there, and welcome to the JRE Review, where we will be reviewing a Joe Rogan Experience podcast. It's just for fun. Today's episode is brought to you by the new rap sensation Run DMT, a new rap group with a psychedelic twist and an old school feel. Check them out at Burning Man or other hippie dippy festivals everywhere. They are easy to spot as they are dressed like magical elves. And it's also brought to you by chimpanzees. They do look like shorter, hairier versions of us, but given the chance, they will tear your face off. Catch chimpanzees in the wild or at a zoo near you. All right, kids, are we in for a good podcast review today? Podcast 1270, Lenny Clark. Old friend of Joe, comedian, hilarious dude, and quite a wild animal. He sounds like he's done a lot of cocaine. Let's start the review. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Review, where each week I review every single episode of the Joe Rogan Experience. What more do you want? So Lenny is a comedian that was around when Joe started out, somebody who was able to give Joe work. And uh, Joe opened up for him. And uh, Joe shows a lot of appreciation for this guy, which is pretty awesome. Again, anytime Joe has these comedians on that he worked with way back in the day in Boston, there's like a kinship, you know, a brotherhood of of what sounds like some of the hardest type of stand-up you could ever imagine. I can't believe that any of these guys made it out of there. Uh, it sounded like the crowds were brutal, unforgiving. You know, they chop you down any chance they got, and other comedians were not really in the habit of helping you out. So it's kind of amazing that that any of those Boston guys made it out. But that's maybe why they're so fucking good, because they had to go for the gauntlet. And then when you hear some of Lenny's uh, stories, and you will on on the podcast with Joe, you're just like, holy shit, have you even survived? How have you survived? It seems like everything revolved around doing cocaine. A lot of blow. A lot of blow. I don't know how funny um, cocaine makes people. I don't know. I don't know why that seems to go hand in hand. Maybe it just is a reflection of like the wild animal nature of these comics or the unpredictability of them or just their willingness to say, fuck it, let's go. But uh, it certainly gives you a lot of energy, right? So maybe that energy translates a little bit to the stage. Uh, but at the same time, it just makes me think it would make you want to fight everybody but then again it may be one of those things where it's just around everyone's doing it you need the energy to keep going you know maybe you got another club to do they're doing these tiny little podunk places like the chinese restaurants and and areas where it's just not easy at all to do comedy the people there are maybe just eating at a restaurant they don't want to hear it one bit of the story that joe said that really stuck out is uh, he once had to perform at a place where the mic he was using was wired into the PA system for the same setup as when they call the table. So you'd be ready to give your punchline, and then they'd be like, you know, Johnson party of two, ready to seat, and it would just overpower what you're saying and completely fuck up your line. I've been to some terrible open mics. I cannot imagine that being a setup. I It would be unbelievable to like even consider that but you know i guess these guys just do what they did i mean they just went ahead and got through it and pff, fuck maybe that's why they needed blow just to be able to 
kind of get on with it. One of my favorite stories uh, told is Lenny talks about how a heckler was giving him some shit and he just went into the stage and punched the guy and carried on doing stand-up until he won him over again. That would be insane to watch. I would I would love to watch a show where something like that happened. Not that I condone violence, but seeing an incredibly crazy event like that would be pretty exciting, as long as nobody got too hurt. But fucking crazy, right? I mean, what a time there must have been. Now, these were back in the Kennison days. So Kennison is a comedian that if you're not aware of, you need to Google. Google right now. Stop this, YouTube it, put him on. Dude's hilarious. He's got some fantastic lines. Um, he really is a huge inspiration to a lot of comics, especially from this era, uh, especially for Joe. Joe talks about it a lot and has a lot to say about Kenneth. So no surprise. I mean, when he was in his prime, if you watch his videos online, uh, it, some of his stuff is just unbelievable. It's so crazy. He's so energized and loud and, and it's like, it really is like nothing else. I mean, the dude's phenomenal. Um, and yeah, did tons of blow, loads of drinking, crazy parties. Uh, Lenny talks about one time he left the party with him in a hotel room, came back and there was just people crying, blood everywhere. No one had seen Kennison. It just blow all over the place. I mean, wild, wild times. This was also the Rodney Dangerfield era. So he helped out a lot of comics up and coming. He's more like a one-liner guy. Uh, you're probably familiar with him. If you're not, again, Google him. He's got some great one-liners. They're, they're pretty ridiculous. But yeah, he was always kind of wearing a bathrobe, walking around. And from what these guys were saying, just had a huge dick that was just flapping around everywhere. But he was always helping comics out, you know, put him in his shows and movies. If he liked you, he'd put you in in uh, his club and he'd get you set up. And he was just, you know, one of the powerhouses of the day that really helped position some of these guys. So there's a lot of respect out there for him uh too during that era and it was it sounds like it was one of those things where even though there was a limited amount of spots for comics you know whether you got your own sitcom or you were doing late night shots comics weren't necessarily helping each other out all that much from what i understand of this time i mean joe especially talks about that and when other comics from from this era come on from boston they they you know say similar things but there were a few that did and i think that loyalty really comes through and it should speak today for for comics today that are working together you know it it's better to work together right it's better to support each other encourage each other that really is the same for for almost any industry that you're in there's no point just making enemies and pushing people out there's always a space for talent if you're good then you help someone else good and you can support each other. And, uh, you know, that a lot of times that's how these best guys kind of came out of it. Uh, some of the places that they performed in, there was one time Lenny was talking about how he was performing down in Florida and all he was performing somewhere close to that. And uh, someone paid him in Coke. He took some Coke, some money and ended up somewhere else in Florida, like way far away just doing either partying down there or another gig, um, but really has no idea how he got down there. Doesn't know how he even made the 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 travel, like whether he got on a bus or how he got there, but ended up at the right spot and was ready to go. And uh, I think he then said that he was like either booed off stage or the set went terrible or something else. But again, 
uh, how he has the balls to have gone through that kind of um, comedy era and come out the other side. And he's an, a hilarious dude. If you listen to this podcast, it's very funny. He is super energized. He's not doing coke now, but he's got the energy of a guy that is, and he is really funny. He just will not stop brash, you know, but like great. Uh, I'd love to see him do some stand-up for sure. Towards the end of that conversation, one of the really cool things is he went out to Guantanamo Bay, and he was kind of talking about what the bay is like and what is happening out there with the military guys. It's all obviously post 9-11 but he went out there to do some comedy i guess maybe that that's not an oso show right i don't know what it would be but he went out there to do something for the troops that sounds fucking crazy to go do that i would not want to go out there and uh do some comedy i guess it is nice for the troops but jesus christ not a very happy environment to go out to but Either way, this dude's a legend, a legend of comedy. It was great to hear him talk and get on the episode and, you know, really get his name out there a little bit more. It's never too late, right, to get a push. And uh, if he's in town or in your town anytime soon, go watch him, Lenny Clark. You know, he's a huge inspiration to Joe and and really gave Joe the start that has allowed him to do the podcast the way he does. So uh, if you're a fan, we all owe Lenny Clark uh a little bit of uh, of respect there so anyway you check it out what listen to the podcast it was awesome appreciate you guys a peace